The following podcast contains the ramblings of the common man. Although meant for all audiences, it may contain views or opinions that some listeners may dislike or find offensive. Although not our intention, if this is the case, we kindly suggest that you skip this episode or unsubscribe from the podcast. Thank you, and now, on with the show. What's up, everybody? Ramblings of the Common Man on location. This is season two. Welcome back. This is uh, Mr. Scotch and the Rocks, Drew Scallion, back with you guys. And uh, I'm actually not with Dr. Truth, a.k.a. Mr. Glass today. Uh, I'm with uh, somebody else you might remember from season one. Hey, it's Joel. Joel! Triumvirate. <laughs> As you remember... Um, Whenever Adam talks about uh, Joel, it's always triumvirate. Why is that? Because I wrote it. Did you hear that, guys? He wrote it. More on that later. Anyway, shout out to everyone. So this is Ramblings on Location. Like, first time ever, like, in a completely um, new spot. Uh, I'm in PEI, guys. This is crazy. It's, just, it's nuts. That's why uh, Adam's not here with us. So... Uh, Joel, you remember him from season one, episode one and two. Welcome back or to the show, one, man. One and three. One and three. Oh, look at that. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Welcome back to the show. How's things? Good. Pretty good. How about you? Not bad. You know, just uh, enjoying the last couple days of the year. In fact, it's uh, we're recording this on the last day of 2016, but you guys aren't hearing this till 2017, but just as an FYI. Um... So that's pretty cool. I'm happy to be out here, visit family. Um, and uh, yeah, we were just going to like talk about 2016. Talk about, you know, how things went for us and, uh, you know, uh, the goods and the bad and go from there, you know? Sound good? Yep. So um, we are in Joel's office right now and it's like really cool. Can you uh, describe to us, uh, describe to the listeners our scenery at the moment well in a nice blue light that looks a little bit like we're on lsd <laughs> lsd yes oh okay sorry what did i say lst oh my apologies is that a different kind of hallucinogen perhaps <laughs> no comment on that <laughs> um some nice cabinetry around yep um some other things that probably shouldn't mention and and a candle. And a candle. Some computers, books, you know, the usual stuff. It's like a it's like a true writer's den, I would say. Yeah, close enough. So, um, since uh, we don't have Scotch in the, or we don't have um, Doctor Truth, aka Mister Glass, with us, uh, we're not doing a Scotch review today. Also, because Joel is underage for yeah. drinking, we're trying to keep this PG, folks. PG. You mean legal, first of all. Legal. <laughs> Did I mention there's a candle in the room? Yeah. Dare I say it's quite... You... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to finish that sentence. And I also just heard a noise coming from the base, uh, from downstairs. What's, what is down there, Joel? You don't want to know. 
Okay, so I want to just set this show up. I'm going to get right into this and first of all say that your cat is crazy. Okay, everybody, listen. Oh my gosh, we didn't do the shoutouts. Sorry, pause on the cat. Shout out to Nasty Nate at the real NC underscore. Um, obviously, Mr. Glass, because he's not with us right now. That's at Donna Damo on Twitter. Um, Joel's here with us, so we don't have to do a shout out, but what's up, Joel? Um, and uh, David, Tech Time, what's up? out there listen to david and closet listener just keeping you in here but we're not spending any time on you today shout outs are done back to the cat so joel can you tell us about your cat well he's a cross between a himalayan and a ragdoll okay but he has the attitude of a himalayan but the size of a ragdoll more or less and for me he's fine yeah but you seem to have other another tale to tell about him. Um, he's evil. I'm just saying. Okay, and what's his name? Smokey. Cool. Okay, cool name, and he's a cool cat. Up until two days ago. Um, so as people might know, uh, we act. I actually used to live with you, right, for a couple years, a couple years ago. Um, and a couple years before that. <laughs> yeah. We have a really weird relationship. Um, and uh, I was cool with your cat, and your cat was cool with me. So, you know, I come back here visiting, and I'm kind of under the assumption that, you know, he's going to be okay. You know, it will be like, just like with your dogs, you know, pick up where you left off kind of thing. But once again, made the mistake of assuming that he is the same as his dog. So, you know, a couple day, a couple of mornings ago, I just woke up, minding my own business, walking outside of the bedroom. And what happens? The cat attacks my leg. Like, full-on, claws-out attack. I was screaming like a girl. It Running was, around. It was actually a split-second thing. but He basically ran up, hit your leg, and then walked away. But it felt like a full-on attack. But you kept screaming. Anyways. Yeah, it felt like my leg was getting chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you, you were wailing in yeah. pain on the ground. Yeah. Um, guys, I was bleeding. Like, that's brutal. Like, that was brutality from an animal to a human. Usually it's the flip side. Now it's not. I don't know, man. You saw, Rachel? Yeah, I was laughing the entire time. Of course. I was bleeding. I'm still bleeding. No, I'm not bleeding anymore. Just, You're just uh, emotional. You're bleeding. Uh, yeah. So, and, and the cat, for some reason, has been, like, tracking. He's been, like, tracking my every move in this house. It's a freaky, man. I'm not sure if I'm going to wake up alive tomorrow. Well, you guys will know I'm alive if I post the episode. Unless, of course, you post it for me in the event of my death. And carry on the conspiracy. Carry it on. Carry on my legacy. The conspiracy of consciousness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shh. Anyway, hey. so that was my encounter with the cat. Um, did you see uh, Rogue One? Yeah, I did. When was it? Last Tuesday? Yeah, what would you think? Oh, uh, it was good. I was never, I've never been a massive fan of Star Wars. Sim- what? Simply because I haven't seen as much as of them. And when I did, I was pretty young. I haven't seen them in quite a while now. Wow. Okay. But it was a good movie. I found the writing, the dialogue between the two main people. And I already forgot their names, but the two uh, main people. Jin Erso. Yeah. And Cassian... Guy. Uh, shoot, I forget Cassian's last name. Okay, anyway, go but ahead. I found the dialogue between those two was kind of pathetic all the time. 
Okay. It was just kind of, it's what you would assume. Not that it was necessarily bad. It, it was just, very predictable? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was okay. kind of dry. Okay. But the robot... Got, oh, K2. Yeah, K2. He, he was awesome. I think if it wasn't for him, then it would be a very dry movie. Yeah. In the dialogue parts. Gotcha. Otherwise, it was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it. I, as you guys, you, you heard my you heard uh, Adam and I review episode, right? Uh, we kind of went crazy over it. Loved it. I've seen it three times. <laughs> so good. Gets better every time. If you want to see it again, do it. It's worth it. Um, I have news from Mr. Glass. So I'm just going to quickly read you guys this news. Cue the music. Okay, so news from Mr. Glass. This is Scotch in the Rocks reporting on behalf of Mr. Glass. Um, here with my co-host for the episode, Joel. Um, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is expected to inch past Captain America: Civil War in terms of all-time earnings, um, four hundred and eight million dollars today, thus becoming the second highest-grossing film of twenty sixteen. After Finding Dory. You know how much Finding Dory brought in 2016? $486.3 million. So, that's pretty crazy. So, the funny thing is, is that the top three films for 2016, um, in terms of earnings, are Star Wars. Sorry. Top three. Uh, Finding Dory. Star, uh, Star Wars Rogue One, and then number three is uh, Captain America Civil War. And do you know what the uh, the common denominator with those three films is, Joel? Same makers? All Disney. They're breaking it in. But hey, they're making good movies. Did you see all three of those movies? I never saw Finding Dory. Oh, man. It's got to see it, man. It's so it's like it's a nice story. It's about Dory, she's yeah. finding her family. <laughs> anyway, that's that, that that's what we got for news from Mr. Glass. Thanks, thanks, Mr. Glass, or should I say, Doctor Truth. What else? Anything else uh, specific you want to talk about, Joel? How's your book coming? It's coming. The Triumvirate, right? Yeah, or Dawn of the Immortalist. Immort- immortalist. Oh, it's I've been... Immortalist. Uh, <laughs> I've been, um, yeah, saying that wrong. My bad. Oh, well. Yeah, we tried... Uh, both Andrew and I, we tried the November NaNoWriMo. That was brutal. I got... I hit 10,000 words by the end of it. So fifth. Okay. Yeah, I think I came up to two thousand. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that was that was tough. I'm not gonna lie though; it is really hard to write. Um, you know, it's or maybe I should say it's not that hard to write, but when you're under the gun, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and you're forcing yourself to pump out content, it could be tough. Yeah, it is. So the lesson that I learned from that being unsuccessful, obviously, two thousand out of five, fifty thousand, right? Yeah, 50, fifty thousand. <laughs> oh Lord. Don't even tell me the percentage. 
Um, I think the lesson that I learned is that next year when I try that, I'm going to have to have a definite, like a, like a story arc. Like a roadmap. A roadmap, yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to know who my characters are and know what's going to happen or have at least have a general idea of the story. Um, I think that's that, that's what I got to do. Yeah, I had it a bit easier because I had already been working on this book. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You had a little bit of a head start. Yeah. But that's good. Um, and that was the same. That's That was Triumvirate, right? That you were working yeah, on? Yeah, I finished Triumvirate. Oh, it's done. Yeah, so Dawn of the Immortalists is a three-part book. Okay. And each volume is approximately 20,000 words. Okay. So the first volume is done. So now I'm working on the second volume. And where can our listeners find your work? On Wattpad, under the username jhuggett, I believe, or JT Huggett. I think it's I think it's J Huggett. Yeah, J Huggett is the account. I think JT Huggett is the name. As the author. Yeah. Okay. And Wattpad is spelt. Uh, w a two t's, and I think P A D. Yeah. Dot com. Check it out. Yeah. Nice. Um. Anyway. Cool. Any other cool developments going on? How's life on PEI? I haven't lived here for a while. Good. Uh, we've had a couple snow days already. Some oh, nice storms. I miss that. I gotta say, that's the one of the biggest things I miss from living in Toronto. I miss the snowstorms. Yeah. We don't get good snowstorms in Toronto anymore. Yeah, PEI is pretty good for it. Yep. Yeah, we've had a couple days off. Otherwise, nothing significant. Okay. How about you? Um, updates. Uh, I've just been on this trip for the past week, enjoying my time with my family, um, getting back to the grind next year. It's always busy time of the year in the beginning of the season. Sorry, yeah, beginning of the year for me because we have some home shows that come up February, March. Um, so it's super busy for me. And uh, this is also going to be sort of like the one year anniversary of this podcast so that's pretty cool come it's kind of come a long way if you think about how you and i kind of started oh yeah i remember when you told me that editing is not required <laughs> it's totally fine it was great the way it was yeah listen to the first episode and you'll see what that sounded like yeah but i'm happy you listened to me about that yeah and we also did like a really really old school way i i literally had you on a skype call or on a phone call, one of the two, and I just had the phone call on my speaker, on my cell phone, and it was just sitting beside the mic. Yeah. So it literally, it was a phone call recorded, basically. <laughs> yeah, and you weren't even just taking the direct audio from the phone call. No. You were just re-recording it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah super amateur. Um, and then the second one, second one I did on my own, that's right, yeah, the second one was all about superhero stuff, which was really nerdy. Um, and the third one, third one, you and me again. yeah, and I think I did the same thing. I think I had you on a Skype call. Yeah, I don't I think know. it was. Yeah. And then I finally got, uh, then I finally figured out how to implement audio properly. And, and then like... you never had me again. <laughs> and then I got a co-host, you know, Adam joined the crew, which was great. Uh, I had a really sappy episode, episode four about love and crap, but it's pretty funny. If you're looking for a laugh. That's when you were a little bit too late in the evening. A bit too little, much scotch. A little bit, uh, yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so 2016 has been pretty good. 
Um, ups and downs, some ups and downs. Uh, later on, we'll hear from Mr. Glass. Uh, he's just, he wanted to tell us about his 2016. Not so much good for him. Um, for me, I would say some of the highlights. Actually, you know what, Joel, why don't you, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? You can go first. Okay. I don't think that comes to mind, really. Okay, so I would say the highlights for me for 2016 were... Um, I would say the biggest highlight was getting my motorcycle license because obviously the first part of the year I just shut down. Well, I guess you could say maybe in like, I think it was January, February, I started up my podcast, this podcast. So that was kind of cool. Started that up. The moving across into April or May, that's when I did my motorcycle training and I got my license. Um, that was pretty fun. Mind you, I have to say, I don't think I've sweated, sweated like that much in a weekend because we were out in 35 to 40 degree hot humid weather um wearing full motorcycle gear and you know doing motorcycle training but barely moving like when you rode the bike you were going slow so you couldn't even get a breeze so you're just like dying you're like totally drenched in sweat and you smell and you're disgusting and um but i passed um so did that then I came to PEI for the summertime and I got my first bike from my dad and uh, went to Cape Breton trip, which was really fun. Um, and then came back home to Toronto and then fell <laughs> on my motorcycle, uh, which was uh, pretty humiliating. But hey, it was funny. If you guys want to see a video clip of that, it's on our Twitter feed at uh, of the ramblings, sorry, of the common man uh, on Twitter. Check out our feed. We posted it. Um, so that was pretty funny. Do you remember when I sent you that video? Yeah, I do. <laughs> what was your reaction? Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I was just wondering. I was betting on how long it would take for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take very long. Yeah. But then it happened again not too long after, if I recall it. Yeah. Uh, that was later in the season, September. Yeah. September, I got hit. I didn't actually... Yeah, like well, quote-unquote hit. I did. You I, were I got, tapped. I got hit, man. I was in an accident. You were tapped, and then you just fell over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that kind of hurt. But all is okay. The driver was okay. I was okay. A little bit of damage to the bike. Nothing that money can't buy or fix. Um, everyone was okay, so it was a heck of an experience. Um... So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting back on the road uh, this coming spring. Can't wait. Some people were telling me that it's a sign to not ride, but you know what? <sighs> I'm stubborn that way. <laughs> you don't believe in signs. No, I don't believe in signs. I'm getting back on that thing until it kills me. I really hope I don't regret saying that. <laughs> um, I think the only other big highlight of the year right now was um that you know obviously oh my, my best friend had a had a his first son his first child that was kind of cool another close friend of mine had their second uh, child earlier in the year um so new babies all my friends are getting older and having kids and babies and uh, i'm not <laughs> 
And, uh, yeah, and then Star Wars was huge. Just, like, going crazy on Star Wars, Rogue One. So much fun. I had a lot of fun with that. And, yeah, just capping off the year. You know, this is New Year's Eve that we're recording on, uh, you know, in PEI. Where else would you want to be, really? You know? that's, uh, that's about my year in a nutshell. What do you got? Well, in the beginning of the year, I had uh, I actually had my book, one of the books I wrote, on Wattpad featured. So that was kind of cool. Uh, the company itself featured. Wattpad. So when you get a when you get a book featured, what is that? What happens? Basically, it's put on the highest level list. So you get other. It's there's a lot more visibility as well. So I'm sitting at around I think thirty thousand views or thirty thousand wow. reads. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, then I think it was a couple of months after that I finished that book, finished writing it. Then another couple of months, and I got a publishing offer. But they were asking for uh, five grand. Hold on, hold on. They were asking you for money? Yeah. As How does that work? Because I was a new author. So is that common for new authors? It's Some people consider it a violation, a violation of um, publishing contracts. Huh. Because they can ask, but really that... Cause it, stops the uh, incentive of them making back the money what they invest okay so now they just made money why do they need to go sell this book right right so that's the problem in other words I won't make anything in return so why do they why do they ask for that then usually just to try and get the money to make sure that it's gonna sell like even if it doesn't sell sorry. for like marketing and stuff and they just editing? want to make sure they have money in the background they don't want to take any risks hmm which is really the But isn't it their job as a publisher to yeah, take risks? that's the problem. <laughs> and that's why I declined it. Who was the publisher? It was uh, Austin McAuley, I think. It's in uh, the UK somewhere. Oh, very nice. And how did they get... And they just, they just got your content off Wattpad? No, I, I sent them a submission at one point. Oh, okay. Publishing submission. And they sent me back. And I basically said to them, Hey, I'm 15. Yeah. I don't have $5,000 offhand. Yeah. So, sorry, but... They were like, okay, well, if you ever can pay, let us know. It's <laughs> like, well, wow. thanks. Well, that's pretty uh, clear. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. we're not going to do anything for you unless you pay. So, um, what else? Then, uh, during summertime, I actually was a part of my first wood carving competition. Oh, you know what? I was here for that. Yeah, yeah I remember here for that. Yeah. And I came first place with a book that I made. It was a pyrographic book. So in other words, it's a wood burning. That's what a pyro. Oh, what's it called? Pyro py, pyrography. Okay. Is the art of drawing and writing using a wood burner, so basically burning into wood. Yeah. So I got first place on that, and then second place on the chickadee that I carved and painted. Wow. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And the funny thing is, I got first place at second place because I had no competition. Because who the heck has ever heard of a 15-year-old that does wood carving? Uh, not me. Nope. So. And I also um, can attest that uh, Mr. Glass likes to do a little bit of wood burning himself. Maybe you want to touch base with him. Yeah, he'll have to show me someday. Yep. Very nice. Okay, so did you get anything out of that contest other than winning? Or Yeah, I got $80. That's awesome. <laughs> and then lost it with my wallet. Oh, really? Including my health card. Oh, my gosh. So I was still looking for that. 
What a disaster. Yeah. Otherwise, I think that's about all. The only other interesting event is that this was my first year of high school. Oh, what grade are you in? Grade 10. Oh, so yeah, out here that's high school. Because we have... Uh, yeah, it's a college. junior high or yeah. something. Or, so what are you, junior high or middle school? Or yeah, it's, it? it's middle school. Middle? Mm-hmm. And then high school starts when? Grade 10. Oh. I just said I'm in high school now. Oh, okay. It's okay, I'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any difference though. Just as easy. Just as easy? Yeah, and pretty boring, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because in, in Ontario, high school usually starts at grade 9 yeah. through. Okay. So, Sweet. Yeah, only two more years. So, so you mentioned that you're into wood burning and wood carving. Uh, so, is that kind of a hobby? Like, how'd you get into that? I can't really say how I got into it. All I remember is a long time ago, back in Ontario, I remember I was probably like six, seven or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, back at the fishing club we used to go to, Frank, called yeah. Frank Club, Yeah. I remember at one point I got a pocket knife, and it was about maybe an inch long, Okay. and the blade was likewise an inch long, completely dull, Yeah. but I started trying to carve wood with it. It obviously worked beautifully. <laughs> um, I basically made just a very small indent after a couple hours. Right. And then I basically stopped for a long time. Then I got at the same place from uh, winning the comp- the yearly competition, fishing competition. I then got a, a much larger pocket knife. Yeah. One that I still use to this day. And then I started trying to carve some more. And then within... The last couple of months or so, I actually purchased some proper wood carving knives, and the chain, the the ease of carving now is unbelievable. When you actually have the proper tool. Yeah. So, that's pretty much how I got into it. I know my uh, my great uncle, I believe, he's a wood carver as well, but I don't really know him much. So. Is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I know I visited him a long time ago. And um, wood burning just kind of came along with wood carving. Yeah. For making the chickadee, because you actually have to burn in all the markings for the feathers. Right, because sometimes you can't carve that stuff out. Yeah, right? you can't really carve that out. So you, what the steps is basically carving the bird. Yeah. Then wood burning the entire bird for every bit of detail of the feathers, and then you paint on top. So basically, if you were to look at the bird up close, you can see all the lines. So it looks like there's actually feathers. Oh, okay, okay. Very nice. So it's kind of cool that way. And then with the wood burning, then I started trying stuff on my own. Yeah. And then one thing led to another. Wow. That's, and so you've been at that for a couple of years now? And well, your arsenal has I've grown? I've been wood carving for a couple of years, you could say. Yeah. But, like, seriously wood carving would be this year. Okay. Just the, okay. What have, um, any notable projects that you have? Uh, nothing really. Like I said, the chickadee was probably one of the biggest projects. Yeah. Um, just currently working on a walking stick. Yeah, which I've seen. Looks yeah. awesome. Some stuff like A lot that. of detail in there. Yeah. Really slow work, but looks pretty cool at the end. Nice. Very nice. So that's, is that pretty much your 2016? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Eventful enough. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, well, um, anything you're looking forward to uh, in 2017 that you know of right now? Well, nothing yet. Do you, are you looking forward to anything? Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, well, winter being over. Because I, do, I don't mind winter, but at the same time, you know what? It gets annoying after a little while. Um, uh, so I'm looking forward to winter being over. I'm looking forward to these next uh, couple shows uh, at work to be over because they take a lot out of you. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back to the gym and trying to get back into a more strict workout routine because I kind of got lazy with that. Um, so looking forward to doing that. Um, the biggest thing I'm probably looking forward to this upcoming season is getting back on the motorcycle in the spring, hopefully at the end of March, even April, I could get on there. Um, and then, uh, if all things go out according to plan, I'll be back out here in the summertime and, uh, I'll be hanging out here and maybe doing another trip to Cape Breton for a couple days. That'd be kind of neat. Um, uh, I wouldn't mind, I don't know if this is going to be possible, but I wouldn't mind going to Miami just for like a weekend or something. Uh, and Mr. Mr. Glass invited me to go with him uh, in February, but I couldn't because uh, of my work. So we're hoping, I'm hoping that he might be willing to go again uh, later on in the year sometime. And that would be kind of neat to do that just for like a, maybe like a long weekend kind of thing, like a four day weekend. To do um, what though? Basically hang out in the hotel and at the beach and eat a lot of food and... Relax. So basically just being home like you normally do, just with more sun. With sun and beaches and pools and lawn chairs, yeah. <laughs> you, you could really just come back out here during the summer and get a lawn chair and sit at the beach. You could, which I plan on doing already. But, you know, it's Miami. You know, who doesn't want to go to Miami? Um, another thing that I want to do, but it's not going to happen next year... But within the next couple of years, I really want to go to Disney again. Have you ever been ever been to Disney? Never. Oh my gosh, it is. Uh, it's you know why you basically have to go to experience it. It's so hard to put into words, but it's basically like traveling to another universe. Right. Um, and the last time I was there, I think it was like 2011. So that was from now. Was that five years ago? Yeah. Approaching six years ago. So I would have been. I was kind of young. I was, what am I now? 24 minus 6. Jeez, I can't do math. Oh, I was only 18? Oh, feels like feels like I was, I don't know. Anyway, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. So, I would like to do that again, either with family or friends or whatever. I really like Disney. I'm still a child at, I'm still a child at heart. Um, so, those are... Oh, and of course, Star Wars Episode Eight in December. Oh, a year from now. My gosh, it's going to be crazy. Um, yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, nothing really. Just looking forward to being done school. When are you, when you done school? I don't know. January or June or something. Than that Did you just range. say January or June? Yeah. Those are two really different months. Within that range. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So sometime next year I'll be done. Are you going to be getting your license this year? Yep, I will be. For cars? Yeah. 
not motorbikes yet? Not yet. I'd like to learn how to drive a car first. <laughs> that would help. Definitely would help with uh, the knowledge and training and common sense. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Anything else? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Anything else you want to say to the listeners? No. I'm I, fine. Sweet. I think we can, uh, we can sort of wrap it up. Um, well, this has been like a sort of 2016 a little quick summary uh, just talking about things that we've done things we're looking forward to in 2017 um i would say overall can't complain it was a good year how about you agreed cool i think mr glass is going to say something else but we'll let him get to that all right so we're going to wrap things up um let's do some shout outs uh we're with joel you know ramblings on location in prince edward island charlottetown in canada represent um shout out to nasty nate at the real nc underscore on twitter shout out to mr glass aka dr truth he's not with us today um he's at don adamo on twitter um shout out to linda because you know first lady of rambling who doesn't like the first lady and uh i forget what her twitter handle is but whatever (laughs) um who else closet listener closet listener that's all I got for you. I don't even... I got nothing. Um, and... Uh, oh, David. Tech time. Which, I don't know if you heard the news, but I, sh- I should be joining David as his new co-host for Tech Time. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, as a double agent. <laughs> you, any shout-outs you want to do? Yeah, no. <laughs> Joel's very simple. All right, everyone. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this has once again been Ramblings of the Common but Ramblings on Location, special edition episode in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. Thanks a lot for listening. Um, hope everyone had a good 2016. Welcome to 2017. Let's have a good year. Talk to you guys later. Tell me what you really like. Baby, I can take my time. We don't ever have to fight. Just take it step by step. I can see it in your eyes. Tell me lies I can feel that body shake And the heat between your legs